Hello and welcome back to the Peculiar Place podcast. This is our segment Two V's in a Pod, and we're your hostesses, Mandy and Jesse. <laughs> I feel like today is going to be just a bunch of discoveries that I made this week. Okay, <laughs> there's not really like a, a main topic we're covering. It's more like a bunch of them, which I feel like is almost more interesting mm-hmm. because there's so many things I want to talk about today. Okay, and they're all strange. Some of them very sad. And we're just gonna we're just gonna get right into it. Let's get right into it. I feel like a lot of people last week after we spoke about Dad's uh, tick bite wanted to know the update, and we're happy to say it's a good update. So Dad got his results back, and the tick tested negative for all strains of Lyme disease, which is great, especially because it, the breed of it was a black-legged deer tick, which I think is the most common for having Lyme strains. So the fact that really? his didn't, yeah. Oh, wow. Is really good. And I know my dad wanted us to show the tick. <laughs> so um, if you guys don't like arachnids or creepy crawlies, um, I don't know, fast forward like five seconds. Here's the tick. One of its legs, I think, is like broken. Mm. And it's a female. It's weird. Like they send you back like all the information about the tick and they tell you like if it's female, if it's adult or like if it's still like growing into an adult. So good like, that they have that technology. So much information about yeah, it. That's great. Lime free, which is awesome. Really good news. <laughs> Congrats, dad. Good job, dad. <laughs> So another update on your end is you just found out Ophelia's weight. (laughs) Tell us. It's honestly so cute. (laughs) Like, it's perfectly average and perfectly normal, but just knowing that it's her. Yeah. It's, like, cute and it's funny. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we had the sizing ultrasound and they told us that she's four pounds, which is perfect for right now yeah but it's just crazy that like she's like an actual baby <laughs> and i'm like carrying around this baby now like and i feel her all the time like i feel like i'm actually carrying a baby now yeah i feel where she is i feel the weight of her and every week now they're like oh like you're gonna start gaining probably like a pound each week now like now is the time where it's like growth spurt for me and her <laughs> oh for both of you okay all of her like vital organs and like her brain and like her eyes and everything about her is fully formed Mm -hmm. but it's now it's just about gaining weight yeah now it's just about yeah getting bigger makes sense and then they're like full term by 37 weeks and i'm 33 weeks now so my gosh anything could happen after 37 weeks well i guessed because you had a baby book at your um baby shower Mm -hmm. and your Mm -hmm. gender reveal i guess she would be seven pounds i think she'll be between seven and eight like in that sweet spot yeah dad says that i was seven pounds and i was born and you were 10 i think (laughs) i was a big old baby (laughs) and you had hair I had hair. Yeah. We were talking about this because you're having like acid reflux or something. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so that's like the old wives tale is like if you have really bad heartburn and acid reflux, it means that your baby has a lot of hair. And everyone who has told me this has had that experience and their baby came out with a lot of hair. Wow. And I even asked mom, I was like, so like if I came out with hair, did you have heartburn and versus with Jess? And she said, yeah, like she didn't have any with you. But she did with me. And, like, I mean, Luca had hair when he was a baby, too. But he was a redhead. I love that. Like, he came out a redhead. So you might have a redheaded baby. I know. I honestly, that would be so cute. Yeah. I would love that for her. It kind of fits with the name for some reason. I don't I know. know why. It's very, like, magical. Well, because when you think of, like, I don't know why, but when I think of, like, magical, whimsical, fairy, folklore women i just like picture like the copper hair yeah or like the red hair or whatever i don't know what it is they just look the part <laughs> maybe it's a sign either way she's gonna be adorable so yeah we love her We're so excited. we love her so much already it's just crazy trying to picture like what she's gonna look like that is the most exciting part about the birth i know whenever i get nervous or scared i just remember that like that day will be the day that I see her for the first time. I hear her for the first time. Mm-hmm. Who's she going to look like? What features is she going to have from, like, Luca and I? Or, like, you know how, like, when babies come out, sometimes they look like the sibling or the, sometimes they look like the grandparents or, like, yeah. you know, they, like, have different genetics from, like, different people in the family. And yeah. it might not always just be the mom and dad. It could be, like, she looks like you. 
You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, imagine. <laughs> but like that happens like all yeah. the time. So who knows? Well, we'll see. We'll know soon. <laughs> so I don't know if people are tired of this update, but I do have a teeth update that is good and bad at the same time. So I was seeing a new oral surgeon, like everyone told me, right? He saw me the first time and he was like, we're not going to do a CT scan yet. Let's give it a couple more weeks that you finish the antibiotics. I was like, great, fine. Went and saw him last week. And I was like, I still have pain. I'm ready for my CT scan. And he goes, you know what? At this point, I don't think you need one. I think you need to start practicing meditation and breathing exercises. What is wrong with people? I was like, what? He's like, practice breathing. I feel like that's really going to help you with your pain. I was like, sir? No, it's not. There's so much gaslighting going Meditation. on. Meditation. There's so much gaslighting going on. It wasn't male doctor. Okay, so well, my know. female doctor that I have right now has told me, like, oh, I think you really need to work on your anxiety levels. Oh. So it's just Which everywhere. is, she's the same one that laughed at me when I asked to see a gynecologist. Yeah, as a female. So that didn't go well, and so I had to contact another doctor and got a CT scan. So I haven't done it yet, but he's uh, put out a requisition for me. So hopefully soon I'll get a CT scan to see what's going on because the pain has not changed. I don't have a fever. I'm not sick, but I still have the same amount of pain. So like we need to see what's going on in there. So I just got that, which is good. The other thing that I hate when doctors do, and I get how it's like, you know, it's a part of the process when they ask you your pain on a scale of one to 10. And the issue is my pain is not a nine or even a 10. My pain's at a five, but imagine having a five constantly. So like when I tell them like it's a five, they're like, oh, that's fine then. But it's like, but it's not because normal is a zero, sir. You know what I mean? There should be no pain. Why am I at a five, but for four months straight? So I hate that pain scale because it's like, it's not accurate if you're having chronic pain. Yeah. Because even a three or a two pain, it's still pain you're dealing with constantly. But I feel like that like dull, like achy pain is worse. that's constant is like mind numbing like i feel like you could go nuts i am going nuts like i'm going crazy that could really drive you insane yeah i was like sir it's a five or six always <laughs> like it's not like a 10 just when i bite down it's just always he's like oh but a five's not bad i hate the scale i hate have you noticed the, scale. the difference when you eat food does it hurt more it's worse yeah so like when Aww. i bite down it's like an eight But, like, always it's, like, a five. So, like, it's just frustrating. That's a huge issue. It's a huge issue. I'm going crazy. You know, I've been telling, like, Luca's family about your story. (laughs) And, like, every time they see me, they're like, oh, is she better? I'm like, no. (laughs) No. And they're like, at this point, like, you should just go to the States. Everyone's telling me that. Just go to the States. Because you're just paying to stay there until they fix you. (laughs) Like, But, like, I just feel like you'll get everything you need done. Yeah, I know. And you just don't know, like, here, like, if, if there's, like, links, you know, they're, like, covering each other. And yeah, that's what people are saying, like, because they're all know. in the same it's area. It's strange that if you're asking f- to get something done, like a CT scan or whatever, and you're being met with, like, people saying no or, like, giving you excuses. Like, no, like, I'm asking for this. Why can't I have but it? But you know what their excuses? They're like, we don't want to be the responsible for the amount of radiation you're getting. And I'm like, I consent. Like, I, it's my body. I understand the risks. Give me a Sign CT something. Scan. Yeah. They're like, we don't want to be responsible for the amount of radiation. Okay, I don't want to have pain for four months. And like I told, like, we have in our family, a cousin is, like, in the field, sort of. And she was like, you realize you get the same amount of radiation on a plane. Yeah. And, like, there's flight attendants who are on planes every single day. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, radiation's not great. But it's not, but like. But it's necessary. It is necessary. And there's other ways you get radiation in everyday life. Our phones. Yes. (laughs) So it's like, what's really, what's the difference? You know what I mean? No, but that's why I'm saying it's not an excuse. Like, it's, there's something Doctors don't want to step on each other's toes. And because I've been to so many doctors in a sort of the same area, I think they're just scared to like take over and do things. So anyway, I do have a CT scan coming. Hopefully soon. Hopefully it's not like two months away. Updates to come. (laughs) Yeah. So speaking of health. This is a disclaimer. Do not go to the movie theaters if you have a juicy cough. Don't do it. Ew, Jess. Juicy cough? You know those coughs that sound like you're you're slurping out of a straw? Like, you know when you're finishing your drink and there's still a little bit in there? Mm. That level of cough. First of all, coughs at all 
don't go to a like place like a wet cough where you're sardined in the same room. It's so rude. Or at least put on a mask or something. Have you been to the movie theaters? Yeah. Recently? So I went to a, a premiere oh. for work stuff <laughs> last week. Okay. There was this man in line behind us. And thank goodness Ty was like between us, but I feel bad for Ty. He was the same height as Ty. So this man is coughing on the back of Ty's neck. Ew. And it's juicy. Like it's crackling. You know those, you know, you know the coughs. Like, are you okay? Wet go to the hospital cough. kind of cough. Yeah, like there's there's some shit in your lungs. Yeah. Like, are you okay? Should you be here? Are you, like you could drown. Are you on medication? Like mm-hmm. that kind of cough. Like mm-hmm. I would be in bed crying at that kind of mm-hmm. cough. And he's just behind there waiting for popcorn. Ew. Like you need medication. You don't need popcorn. <laughs> And then he's in the theater, and every 20 seconds, it's, like, a brutal, there's, like... There's people like this everywhere I go. 1700s plague cough. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I find every time I go to the theater, there's at least one person, if not five, that are coughing in the theater. Why? If I have to cough, and I am in an environment like that, I will swallow it and start choking because I don't want to cough. Yeah, same. You know what I mean? I'm so self-aware, and I don't understand how people aren't. And, like, they're not even covering their mouth. He's like, like, it's, he's, like, moving his head to, like, spread it everywhere. This is, like, that season, though, of of that, like, gross sicknesses are all over. And it's not even a COVID thing. It's, like, if you're sick, either stay home or wear a mask. No, literally, from fall to spring, they say even with babies, RSV season, it's, like, a scary time. Yeah, I've heard about that. Like, people are so sick during the seasons it's like stay home dudes yeah period before covid after covid during covid i don't care i don't care like don't go out and be coughing all over people but even in the summer there's always no there's always in the theater who's coughing there's always people coughing no matter what all the time but i feel like any like real like bad colds and flus and like it's flu season yeah if, Gross. You're, if your cough is a gurgle, yeah, like are you drowning? Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Stay home and rest, dude. Are you okay? Yeah. It it's just it clears out your lungs so much, especially like me being immune compromised. Yeah, I am so aware of how scary it is. It's true. Like you don't know who you're coughing near. Someone could be getting like cancer treatments, or you know what I mean. There's people that you can't get sick. Yeah. So be self aware. I just had to like make that statement as it was happening. I was like writing in my phone notes. Pet peeve. I was like, for podcast, you got to put about the juicy cough because like it's so annoying. So gross. Okay, going on now to other scary health things that have to do with Harry Potter. I just watched the documentary called oh, yeah. "The Boy Who Lived," mm-hmm. and it's about um, a man named David Holmes, and he, from the very start of the Harry Potter's movies was Harry Potter, well, Daniel Radcliffe's stunt double for all of them up until Deathly Hallows Part 1. And him and Daniel were so close. Like, the the documentary shows, like, behind-the-scenes footage of them, like, you know, jumping off things onto mats. And, like, even though David Holmes was, I think, three years older than Daniel Radcliffe, they were, like, best buds. And David Holmes was so nice, and he was so talented. He'd do flips. He'd be swinging from things. He did all of the effects for... I mean, not even just Daniel Radcliffe. I think other people in the movie, like, he was so talented. And what happened was they were doing filming for Deathly Hallows Part 1. And before they do, like, a major um, scene, like a stunt, they have to practice it the day before. Like, a bunch of times, obviously, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to make sure it's okay. And it's this one scene, I guess it's during, like, one of the fight scenes during the one of the last movies. And it's a scene where he had to be strapped up and had to be swung against a wall really quickly and during practice they knew it was a pretty severe stunt and so the day they were actually filming it um he got swung so fast did that it show it no it didn't show it out of respect i'm sure it showed the moments before they said action when he was getting set up but then the screen went black in the documentary but he was swung back so fast that his chin hit his his like chest and his neck instantly broke. Oh my god! And so they said he was literally like hanging from the thing. And he literally said like, my neck is broken. My neck is broken. And they went up and they were like touching his like oh legs god. and stuff. Like, can you feel this? And he's like, no. Oh my god. Oh my god. And so he never walked again. Like he's in a wheelchair now. And like, it's so sad listening to him because he had such passion for stunt work. 
and like working on the Harry Potter films and like he was like you know those like daredevils who they love the adrenaline they love living life to that sort of extreme and he couldn't walk again and so his whole life is like does he have regrets no he is like honestly I was crying watching it because he didn't want to sue the people that were working on Harry Potter why would they why would he sue though he probably signed the issue is that during practice it wasn't as fast as when they actually did the scene so he approved on the practice rounds and the issue is when they were filming it for real he did not know it was going to go that quickly like they amped it up either by accident or because they wanted a more impactful (gasps) scene but he said like listen like what is me suing them it's not going to get my legs back to working it's not going to make me healthy again why would i ruin someone else's life and fire people and things when that's not going to change how i am so he forgave them and like he has such a positive energy, like cry. he's happy and he's like he has a really good sense I have of. To, I'm gonna watch it. You need to watch. I it. I am. I am. I'm gonna watch it. It's and by the way, this is not like spoilers. This happened like 12 years ago. Like this is just a known fact about his life. But it was more covered in the UK than it was in in like Canada or the US. So I didn't even know this happened. I didn't know until what happened recently. Either. But didn't Daniel Radcliffe like produce the move the this documentary? Yes. Like he was a big role yes. in getting Their this out. Yes. They're best buds still. I mean like I I was bawling watching Aww. this. You got to see it. And it shows like behind maybe the I'll scenes. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Is it a movie or is it episodes? It's a movie. Oh, maybe it's I'll watch it tonight. It's on Crave. With Luca. Okay. I thought it was so good. I mean, like sad, but like interesting to hear about his life. The fact that Daniel Radcliffe decided to make a whole documentary on him is amazing because those people that are behind the scenes don't get that kind of attention. And yeah, their like, stories why wouldn't are told. They, why wouldn't they put him in the reunion movie? I know. He would have been such a huge part of that. Because they're behind the scenes, right? And those people don't really have like voices like main actors do, right? So I just thought it was really nice he got a documentary. Speaking of movies, just found out there's a live action Prince of Egypt. Oh my gosh, guys. This <laughs> this is like life changing. It's huge. But Luke and I were talking about it and they were like, they better do it good. Like they better Keep it a musical, 100%. have the music, and not change it into this, no, like, no. silly, pop, like, modern-day Keep it nonsense. how it was. Keep it how it was. It, if it ain't, f- like, broken, don't fix it. Yeah. People love it for a reason. Keep it the same and do it justice. I don't want to see this modern-day, dumb, pop, all this. I know. I don't want to see that. I'm kind of scared. Like, I was excited when I first saw it, but now I'm like, are they going to do it well? Because it's hard to live up to that Listen, movie. I feel like the world really could use a good Moses movie right now. <laughs> like, yeah. But I hope that they do it well, and I hope they do it with, like, the authentic story and that, like, Prince of Egypt, like, VHS in mind. Like, truly to, like, do a good job and not, like, do something new age with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes that happens and it, like, ruins everything. Well, high expectations, just like Akatar. High, high, high. Like, anxiety is high about it. Yeah, I I'm, know. like, excited. I'm ready for it. But then it's also, like, don't... Don't mess it don't up. Don't F this up. Like... I know. That I'm goes scared. for Akatar too. Anything that you're <laughs> passionate about, it's always scary when they try and do either a remake or they try and, like, turn it into something new. A remake or a book like a like remaking a perfect movie the way it is perfect it's perfect already yeah and then like making something out of from a book like you know what i mean because the book is perfect you know what i mean but like if the people from outlander are doing akatar i feel like outlander was done very well and and people who have read outlander and are fans say that the show has been done very well but that's rare that's the only example i have (laughs) <laughs> Actually, Outlander is the only example I have. Speaking of Outlander, Outlander has gotten a lot of backlash lately because I know like during the pandemic, they couldn't film and stuff, which is understandable. Yeah. And then when they came back, they had a very short season last season. Yes. It was like six episodes or something. And so for this new season, all the producers and stuff were like, don't worry, we're going to give you a 16 episode season. Like, you're, it's, it's going to make up for it. You guys are going to get all this chunk of stuff to watch. And then they put out part one, mm. like, seven months ago. And part two is not even coming out for who knows when. And people are like, like that's basically year. two seasons. Why tell us? I hate it when they do this because they did this with Yellowstone as well this year. And it's like, What's oh, the point? like, one half of one season. Why? But it's like, okay, so you're giving us, like, 
five episodes for one year, yeah. and then we have to wait to the following year. It's like year. having two seasons. What's the point? I don't understand it. I hate it when they do that. Me because too. also, I'm paying, first of all, for that channel. Yeah. <laughs> to watch it, and then I'm like, okay, like, five episodes later, and it's done? But I also forget what happened. What's the point? Like, a year later, I'm like, I don't even know where we left off, dude. Yeah. I don't have time to wa- rewatch it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's frustrating. It is frustrating. I I miss the days when I was just watching Outlander freely because I was so behind. Yeah, and you just have And it was just season, season after, after season. season. <laughs> this was actually the first season that just came out this year that I was actually watching as everyone else was watching it. Oh, yeah. So. It's a good show. And I love so the good. actors and actresses, but like. And I learned a lot about history, too, watching yeah. it. I'm just tired of, like, the delay. I know yeah. things happen, and, like, we're just viewers, and we don't know what's going on. So like, But also, at this point, aren't they ahead of the books now? I don't even know. I didn't read the because books, Because I'm so wondering if that's, like, the delay. They're, like, waiting on her to finish. Well, but that's, <laughs> I don't like that, because Game of Thrones did that. Yeah, and, and I it don't, ended badly. I don't like that, because you're creating something out of from the mind of the author. But I think the author's involved still. But there's writers. Like, yeah. I even said to Luca the other day about the Akatar thing. I'm like, it's an unfinished series. She's still writing it. So it stresses me out knowing there's going to be a TV show and, like, what if they get ahead of the game? I hope that she's, like, badass and she, like, is very firm and, like... I think that's been the issue, though. That's why it's taken so long because she's so firm on how they're writing the scripts, which I think is great. That's how it should be. Yeah. This is so, so special. Like, this is so near and dear to so many people's hearts. And, like, it's got to be done right. Please. God. <laughs> it needs to be done I right. Know. I hope. <laughs> I really hope it will. So there's this thing that people are doing right now with their siblings. They're, like, texting them and, like, filming it and stuff. So I'm going to ask you now that you're right in front of me. Okay. Because the new Hunger Games movie is coming out. Mm. There's this trending question. Okay. Would you volunteer for me on the Hunger Games? Oh my gosh. That's a great question. Um <laughs> <laughs> The pause. Like I wanna say yes, but I feel like I'd rather go with you together. Like I'd rather go together than like in your place and vice versa. Yeah. Because even if you were like, I volunteer as tribute, I would never allow you to volunteer. I was just about to say, I would not allow you to cover for me. That's, that's zero more what way. I'm thinking. But I would prefer if you went with me, though. Yeah, I'd prefer that, too. But I wouldn't let you. To be honest with you, I would actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I would volunteer as tribute knowing you as you are you. I think I could <laughs> do a better. Because I think I could do a better you job. You think you could do better? You're so fragile, babe. Yeah, you're probably right. If you were, like, stronger... <laughs> I'm a weakling. Like, if, if you were um, obviously stronger than me, then I can understand you wanting to do that. And it would make sense. But I feel you'd like have I could, a, you'd have a higher chance of survival. I could create things, though. It's about who will survive this. I think that's what it's about. Right. Who will survive but and I would who will not survive. I would still go, even knowing I'm weaker than you. But I wouldn't let that. I wouldn't let you. I wouldn't let you either. So I feel like we're just at an impasse. I feel like <laughs> the whole situation sucks. I know. I don't know. I, I, I've always been more athletic than you. Mm-hmm. It's just the facts. Yeah, but I could probably hide. And I also, like, I could fight. Yeah. I definitely could fight. I'd be hiding. I'd be the ones making, like, places to hang in the trees and ca- camouflage. I could create. I'm good at painting. I can make really creative hideouts. I would win because they couldn't find Jess, me. Just you're good at painting canvases. I could do my body. Could didn't, you? Didn't PETA turn himself into a rock? Yes. I would do that stuff. Or a tree or something. Or a, a bush. I could do that. And when I would just have hide. have you ever done special effects makeup? I'm probably Never. better at that than you. But I bet I could do it. <laughs> I, I believe that I'm you confident. could. I just believe that you wouldn't get across the field when it's go time. Like, I feel like you wouldn't even get to that point. You never know. <laughs> People might feel bad for me because I'm, like, the shy one there. They're like, oh, just let her, like, run into the forest. We'll get her later. No, you're the weak <laughs> link and you're the first one to die. But I think they might want to get the people who are actually, like, an issue, you know? Like, I'm not an issue. They'll be like, let her run. I'll get her later. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll get her later. Well, we'd volunteer for each other. We would volunteer for each other and we wouldn't allow each other to volunteer. So, yeah, it would be a, it would be a fight. We just have to go together. Yeah. We'd be like linked up and they'd be like, all right, just bring them in. <laughs> we just wouldn't let go. Everyone would be cheering for us because we would be like that sweet, sentimental, like sisters that 
we both have different strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. That balance each other out. Exactly. Who are we kidding? We'd we'd freaking die. (laughs) We are not made for that. I think we'd make the first day, but after that, I can't say. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so discoveries that I found out this week. The first one is book lice. I have no idea what that is. Book lice is a thing, and I'm terrified. What do you mean? There are these tiny, tiny, like, microscopic insects that feed on mold and fungi. So if your books are stored somewhere where they're collecting dust or maybe you have a lot of humidity and moisture in the air in your home, they will literally start forming on your books. And they're also attracted to the glue that binds your books. So I've been hearing people say like, make sure you clean your books like either twice a year or yearly, make sure you're dusting them and cleaning them. I had no idea. I haven't cleaned my books ever. Are they visible insects? I think when they're in clumps, you can probably see Ew. they're like clumping up. But they're really small. Like clumps. they're clumps. They're hard to detect, apparently. Dust mites. But they look, we'll put a picture on the screen, but they look oh, like Lord. little bugs, which is really scary. And apparently you need to make sure your house is under 50% humidity to make sure they don't start growing on your books. Okay, well, I I'm screwed then. <laughs> No, I'm terrified because I've never cleaned my books. There's, like, tutorials you can go on online that show you how to actually, like, wash them. I think this is absurd. <laughs> Book lice. I think this is absurd. It's I'm real. Sorry. I did research it's on sure it. It's sure that it's real, but, it's real. like, I have too much on my plate. I never <laughs> thought you'd have to worry about your books. This is what I mean, though. Like, I have too much on my plate. To worry about book lice? I can't even, <laughs> I can't even think about this right now, like... Yeah, I was stressed. Okay. Because I definitely have, like, there's definitely dust on my bookshelves. I'll have to do a deep clean. You can deep clean your books. Like, you have to actually open them up, take off the dust jacket. I have, like, 400 books. No one has time for that. The book lice do. Dust the shelves and, like, the bookshelves and the tops and the bottoms. Like, you don't need to go book by book. And Apparently you do. That's so silly. Just another thing we have to do in life as Give me the book lice. I don't care. (laughs) No. That's awful. Another thing I found out this week is that hamsters hibernate in the later months, which, okay, not super shocking. I'm sure you're not that shocked yet, right? Okay. (laughs) They will appear to be dead. Like frozen? Like completely still. Apparently their heart rate becomes so light that you don't even think their heart is beating. Their breathing becomes so shallow that they seem dead and so now experts are saying if you think your hamster is dead wait a week because they might be in the state and so they say especially if you find them dead in like you know how they have like their pile of like tissue like Mm -hmm. nests and stuff they said they may not actually be and so i was watching people talk about this and they were like oh my gosh like if i thought my hamster was dead i would just bury it right away Especially if it's in the later months. And, like, that's what we did. Girl, we've had like 12 hamsters in our life. I think think it's safe to say they were dead, though. I hope so. I think they were dead. Because sometimes we'd only have one for like a year. And what if it was hibernating? Why would it hibernate in the house? They're still animals. Like, they still instinctually have that. But they're domesticated. They're not outside. Doesn't matter. And so now I'm disturbed, wondering if (laughs) we buried any hamsters alive. I hope we didn't. I really hope we didn't. It wouldn't be our fault. No I feel one like knew. I feel like we really checked. Like I feel like we put it in our hand and like flipped it over, and it was like, hey, it's literally like not moving. Yeah, I feel like it was pretty certain that they were dead. But the thing is, all these articles I'm reading, they're like, it will look certain. <laughs> what? I know. I'm so disturbed. What? We have. I mean, Dad is gonna listen to this and be upset. He's gonna be disturbed. He's the one that was doing the burying. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we have, like, a tree in front of our house. He was the adult in that situation, okay? There's, like, 12 hamsters. Dad, you were responsible for making sure that these hamsters were dead. Yeah, because I don't know if we actually even touched them. I think Dad was like, listen, this one's gone. Yeah, he would, we'd want to, and he'd be like, no, no, like, it's dead. You don't touch, like, dead animals. Right. Were you sure, Dad? Yeah, were you sure, Dad? Were you sure? Are you rethinking your life now? Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of weird, like, hamster issues. Like, I know, oh, like, no. later on, we had... Mandy had one named Orc, mm-hmm. and I had one named Gandalf, which, you know, is references from Lord of the Rings. And we bought them in the same, like, hamster, like, Cage. house at the pet yeah. store. 
and they were all babies together and we asked the person there like is it okay if they stay in the same house and she was like yeah i don't remember if it was because they were opposite genders or the same but it was something that was like yeah you can have them in the same house and we're like oh that's so cute because growing up we always had different hamster homes and like so finally we were able to extend there was like more space for them having them together too yeah we extended both cages yeah, I think we had, like, a tunnel going yeah, yeah, into yeah. both or something. And yes. we're like, oh, great. Like, they're hanging and out. And they lived like that for months. I think almost a year. And they were fine. But then something weird started happening with my hamster, <laughs> who was Gandalf. He became kind of cannibalistic on himself and his brother. And one day we, came, first. we came down and the brother was um, decapitated. Beheaded by my hamster on my birthday and it was a mess it was a crime scene in the cage yeah dad didn't let us look i mean i don't know if you looked but i think i saw fur and other he things. told me don't he was like do not come down here especially because it was my birthday yeah but it's like honestly was it my fault because i named the, the hamster orc and gandalf? gandalf defeated the orc defeated the orc i almost feel like i doomed them Maybe. Like, it's my Those fault. Those could have been bad names. So, yeah, yours was very much gone and eaten by my hamster. So, we buried... I'm pretty sure the head was gone. He was not hibernated. He was... No, he was confirmed. Signed, sealed, delivered, Deceased. Dead. Yeah. So, um, he was he was buried. Um, his body was buried, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> A couple months later, now my hamster's got the whole thing, right? I think he even has both houses with the tunnel. And he was going crazy because I think you stopped, like, picking him up and stuff. I became afraid of him. He would bite and, like, he became, like, an evil wizard. Aggressive. He was so aggressive. And, yeah, I wouldn't even put my hand in anymore, which I felt bad because we'd, like, play with our hamsters usually. We'd put them in their little balls and they would run around. And this time I was like, I will feed you. balls. Yeah. Around the house. I forgot about that. That's a fever dream i would feed it i would give it water obviously i would give it all the things it needed and i think dad would spend most of the time with it because i was scared one day we came down and he had gotten his like paw or his hand or whatever stuck in like one of the um bars of the cage and because the wheel like it was like between the wheel and the bar he got yeah he got his paw stuck somehow and i think it's because he used to go in the wheel and then climb up the wheel somehow to the very top of the cage and he would do like monkey bars across the top and then i guess he like (laughs) he was crazy yeah he got stuck somehow and and i went down to like just see it for the day right i would go see it every day (laughs) obviously and um dad was at home depot i was with him were you really because i remember you (laughs) called crying yeah i were screaming i screamed for mom because i obviously like i love it still even though it didn't No, but seeing an animal in distress like that you never want that devastating no matter what so anyway his paw was caught but because i guess he was there for a couple hours before i saw him his paw grew the size of his body like three times the size i remember it was huge And so I couldn't help him out because his paw was so big. And so I called mom down and she goes, nope, nope, I'm not dealing with this. (laughs) And so she called dad and we're like, get home right away. You have to save him. So, of course, like dad comes home, helps him out. The issue is like now the hamster's wobbling like this because he has one paw that's the size of his body and one normal paw. We took it to the vet and they were like, listen, there's nothing we can do. Like he's a hamster. He's small. We can't do surgery. Like... (laughs) It'll either fall off or, like, whatever. Like, he'll be fine sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, a couple days later, we came down. He had eaten it. He ate his hand Right off. off. And the crazy thing is, he lived for, like, four years after that. He He wouldn't die. He would not die. He was like, I'll get rid of the problem. Yeah. He lived his best life. Ate his brother. Ate his own limb. And lived for years. Fine. Totally fine. Ran in the wheel still. In his wheel every night. Happy as can be. Mm -hmm. Thrilled. It shows you how, like, you know how some people can be crazy? Like, th- like one in every, like, whatever, people, like, go insane? Yeah. Animals are the same thing. Sometimes animals It's like The Shining. He went crazy. Bit. Could have had some kind of disease of the mind. Time. <laughs> of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I won't forget. I had this hamster once, a different one. And one day it wasn't in its cage. And this was back when we actually had the cages in our room. <laughs> yeah. We had to stop doing that because they would run in their wheel all night and keep us up. But one time I like woke up in the morning, I went and the hamster wasn't in there and it wasn't anywhere. And I remember being terrified. I looked all around the house, couldn't find it. A week later, 
You found it. I found it in my stuffed animal pile by my Alive bed. Alive and f- fine. Alive and well. It even had seeds in its mouth. Don't know where. Maybe it was going back and forth from its cage, and it was like, "Listen, I'm free." But they I know where the food is. They are nocturnal animals. Yeah, like they were. They were the most active at night. Yeah, it was like nestled in a teddy bear, and it was living its best life in your room at that time. You had the pile in the corner, the piles and piles yeah. and piles of plushies, <laughs> and they were like jumbo stuffed plushies, stuffed animals. Yeah, I'm happy for him. He probably felt like felt way more at home there. Yeah, but I had to put him back because safety. Well, yeah, and also we don't need a rodent running around in the house like that. Okay, I have this really embarrassing story that happened when I was in grade five. Our teacher wanted us to write papers on someone who really inspires us. So, like, people were choosing, like, different, like, presidents (laughs) and, like, Martin Luther King and, like, all these different people. And I did mine on one of my hamsters who had passed away. And the whole, like, thing was about me being so sad and depressed that my hamster was gone. Was it Junior? No, I think it was a hamster named Ashley. Oh. Yeah, and I did the whole paper and had to present it. And I remember everyone in the class being like, your hamster is what inspires you most in life? And I was really passionate about it. You were a kid. Yeah. The next year I did it on Steve Irwin, which I think was like a lot better probably. (laughs) I still love Steve Irwin and all he did. It's a throwback. Remember we used to watch the Crocodile Hunter movie? we loved Steve Irwin. We loved him. Yeah. But I love how now his son is, like, taking over for him and doing so well. Oh. I didn't know you that. You didn't know that? I didn't. <gasps> no, I didn't. Robert Irwin, he's, like, taking over everything his father, like, his legacy. Like, Aww. it's honestly amazing. You should follow him. I should. He's a really good guy. He's, like, really friendly and, like, he loves animals just like his dad and, like, yeah, it's great. So, since last week we talked about, like, our celebrity crushes, I noticed a lot of comments from people saying, like, listen, like... I have, like, cartoon crushes. Is that weird? And then other people were saying, like, do you and Mandy have, like, cartoon crushes? The answer is yes. Everyone does. Everyone has cartoon crushes. Everyone does. So I'm going to say my cartoon crushes. I'm just going to list them off quickly. And then Mandy will say hers. And we'll see if maybe any of them are the same. I think a lot of them will be, probably. Maybe I'll say, like, the name. And you can say yes or no if you agree. Okay. Okay? And then we'll do the same for you. Okay, okay. Mr. Incredible. Yeah. He's not on my list, but I could... He's a daddy. He's a daddy. Lee Shang from Mulan. He's on my list. He's on your list? He's on my list. He's so good looking. He is. Milo from Atlantis. He's on my list. No way. I just watched it. I just watched it with Luca, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, he is so hot. He's a nerdy... He's still hot. I love it. That's so funny. Okay. Hercules. No. And maybe even Zeus. Zeus, I could get Zeus, yeah. <laughs> Zeus, yes. Not Hercules, though. I love Hercules. I love Hercules, but I, I'm not attracted to him. Okay, no. I am. Okay. Sinbad. Jess, that's on my list. Sinbad is probably top tier. Top tier for you? Yeah. You're not going to agree with this one because you haven't before. Human beast. Ew. You don't agree? Most people don't agree. Most people are like when he turns around and he like has that no, like. Oh, I think he looks so good. Okay, well. It's better as a beast. If you guys agree or don't agree, let me know. I thought he was good looking. No. Okay. You're alone on that train. <laughs> Dimitri from Anastasia. No. Why? He doesn't do it for. I mean, like, yeah. I guess he's, like, cute, but he's not, like, on my list. I'm shocked about that one. I thought it would be for sure. No. Because we love that movie. Nah. Okay, and then I have my animals. <laughs> so I have Kovu from Lion King 2. On my list. And Simba. Simba, yeah. Okay. But I had Kovu and not Simba. Okay, so that's mine. So you go through yours uh, now. Okay, so I have to go through. So now I'm getting rid of a few that you already just said. I did um, not expect us to have similar Okay, ones. so Sinbad and My- Milo I'll take off. Okay. And then Lee Shang got to take off. That is so funny. And then Kovu got to take off. Okay, maybe you should have went first. I did not think we'd have the same. Well, now, so now I have four left. Okay. So I'll start with the animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Balto. Balto, okay. Yeah, Balto. Okay. Yes or no? Yeah. 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 And the tramp from Lady and the Tramp. No. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> he no. was so good to her. Lady? Yeah, but no. Tarzan, honorable mention. Just mm. yeah, seriously, Tarzan and Jane. Both of them. Both of them. The way he talks, I just can't get on with it. I just can't. 
I just, I don't know. Gorilla. (laughs) Um, And then lastly, Aladdin. I can kind of get on with Aladdin. I think he has a charm. Look at that. Come on. Okay, you know what? Yeah, like the way the way he smiles and stuff. That's what I mean. Like, and he's got that like awkward like. Oh. Okay. He's a bad boy. Yeah, I like it. He's a thief. (laughs) So (laughs) he's a thief. He's a thief. He's a bad boy. After I wrote my list, I wanted to go on Google to see what other people's lists are because I'm like, is am I normal? Like, what are people thinking? One of the top ones on every single list was Human Shrek. Mandy, don't. Please don't. Oh, the thing come is, on. I love Shrek. But and he reminds me a lot of Luca. <laughs> what? Like his personality. Okay, I don't know about that, but I love Shrek. In human Shrek? I prefer ogre Shrek, to be honest. <laughs> That's more hot than human Shrek. <laughs> See the thing is I wouldn't say hot. It's just that he does have that like energy tired, fed up yeah. daddy energy. Yeah. And he's like strong and he like saves the day and he shows up. <laughs> I love Shrek. Oh, I want to okay. watch it now. Another top one is Frollo from Notre Dame. That's sick. Exactly. I thought you were going to say that's right. <laughs> sick. No, no, no. Yeah. That's sick. You're sick. Like, why is that a top one? And Jafar was a top one. No, no. Like, Gross. are people okay? Sleazy. Yeah. Sleazy, creepy men. Frollo and Jafar. Yeah. Like that, they were on every list, and I'm like, "Are you guys okay?" There's so many other good ones on there. Disgusting. Okay, just a random funny thing that I had written down because I was rewatching a lot of our old videos from when we were doing like uh, calling haunted numbers and stuff. Because I'm currently doing a compilation video on my channel. I noticed that you say a phrase wrong. What did I say? And I'm gonna tell you, and then I say a phrase wrong as well. So it's both of us. (laughs) Okay. You say all of the sudden. Yeah. All of the sudden. It's, all of the sudden. It's all of a sudden. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, something happened. <laughs> you say all of the sudden? Yeah. Say it again. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. I think it's weirder that you say all of a sudden. <laughs> it just is so funny because I was watching <laughs> wait, all wait, of Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. I've always said that. You're just noticing it now? Yeah, when I was re-watching videos of us together, I was I like... I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say all, all of a of- sudden. I was walking down the street, then all of a sudden... <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> I love you for that, what though. What is a sudden? Like, a moment? Yeah, like suddenly. So then, it, so then it's fine, because all of the moment... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense Yeah, either. all of a moment, all yeah, of the moment. A moment makes more sense than the moment. Jazz. All of the sudden. You know what? Don't change. <laughs> like, I love sudden. that about you. I've always said that and no one has corrected me ever in my life. One that I was saying wrong. And now I don't even know which one's the right one and the wrong one because I wrote down both and now I'm confused. <laughs> okay. Take it by ear. Play it by ear. That's what it is. So I say take it by ear. And like, I was talking to mom and dad one day and I've said that my whole life. And mom's like, it's play it by ear. Play it by ear. I've been saying take it by ear forever. Play it by ear. I've I th- never, I don't, I, it's strange because I've never heard you say take it I by ear. I say it all the time. I text it to people all the time because I, I'm not good with plans. So I'm always like, you know what? We'll you just take it, it by ear. <laughs> <laughs> and no one ever says anything I to me. I feel like I'm one of those people where it's like, if I know what you mean, I just Yeah, continue. you just let it happen. Yeah, because I'm dyslexic. I grew up dyslexic and I would always get things wrong and it took me a really long time to figure out grammar stuff. So like now when people like mess up what they're saying, if I can understand what they're trying to say, I just like I go with it because yeah. I never, understand. I'll never correct someone in the moment. Because that just seems so, like, who do you think you are? I don't remember you ever saying take it by ear, but... Oh, I say it all Yeah, the it's time. play it by ear. I'm trying to get that in my head now. So you and I were talking about um, cutting back on Christmas spending. Christmas is such an expensive holiday. The amount of people you have to buy gifts for and the things you have to do, it is really, really expensive. No matter what job you have, it is taking out of your paycheck quite a lot. And so we were talking about how, and I mean, it's not really going to apply to this year. And we haven't even really told our family about this yet. (laughs) I told mom. Yeah. But we were thinking of like starting next year, really cutting back on the amount of gifts. And this will include us. So like if we're only giving, let's say, people one gift now, they can only give us one gift. We don't expect us to have the same Mm -hmm. Christmas if we're cutting back. It goes both ways. Of course. What the heck? 
you had a good idea with it, with food and cooking and stuff. So yeah. why don't you... Well, I just think for, like, extended family and friends, like, if you're having, like, a Christmas dinner or breakfast or whatever it is that you do for Christmas with a meal, like, your gift, as in your contribution to that meal, is cooking something or baking something and bringing that to the table for people to eat and enjoy and it's more about the feasting and like being together and spending that time together rather than stressing over gifts and like gift giving because I think gift giving like I could see that being like for like immediate family siblings parents like that kind of thing and like spending that extra money to like get them something they want and like have it be very minimal to just the immediate family your kids whatever but like some people have really big families we have a really big family and it starts to get overwhelming and it becomes stressful and it just piles on and on and on and on and I would love to just take away that stress focus on gifts for my immediate family that I know really well like the back of my hand yeah. I have an amazing great relationship with them yeah and then the extended family it's just about going to the store buying the ingredients cooking the meal and then bringing that to the table yeah. on the night of I also feel like you can focus on experiences instead of doing like giving someone like three or four gifts like for example like mm-hmm. with our grandparents maybe they would actually prefer if we go meet for dinner and it's an experience and it's just like a more personal thing. And I feel like people aren't going to be mad about you deciding to do that. If they are, that's an issue. I feel like people would be more relieved to like be like, okay, no gifts, no Yeah, gifts. you'd figure people would. But yeah. it, it depends on how people look at Christmas. If you get the most excitement and fun from gifts, maybe this is not the route for you. But I don't linger in that. Like, I don't feel that way about Christmas. I actually enjoy the experiences. I enjoy the food. I enjoy stuff like that. The lights, the decorations. Gifts for me are stressful. And this is like adult Christmas. Like, I feel like when you're a kid. Oh, yeah, that's different. Like, even if you were like, okay, no gifts for adults, just the kids. Yeah. I would be like, great. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, for kids, like, they want gifts. It's fun. It's cute. Whatever. Yeah. But as an adult, like, we're adults now. Why do we have to do this? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I told Ty about this, and it's so funny because immediately he was like, this is just like Christmas with the Cranks. And love that movie. I love that movie too. I watch it every year. And I love them as a couple. Me too. Ty hates that movie so much. And it's because he is in complete agreement with the main couple. And like when I was watching it when I was younger, I'm like, wow, they're such like Scrooges. Like, why don't they want to celebrate Christmas? Like I was on the townspeople side. No. Like not the extremists with Frosty and stuff, but I was like, why aren't they wanting to be here for Christmas? Like for me, that was strange, right? But like watching it as an adult, like I totally get where he's coming from. It's like annoying that people don't respect people's wishes. Like if you want to go on vacation for Christmas, go do it. It's just them. Their kids are their kids are gone out of the house. Yeah, like, but they're then sad. it's annoying when they last minute decide to come back because it's like who ha- they don't have the right to just the day before come back and be like, oh, and the Christmas party. And like, why wouldn't they just be open with their daughter and be like, listen, we have a vacation. And you never told us you were coming. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit silly. It's a stressful movie. I love it because I love them. So funny. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> she's the I best in every movie. The Hickory Honey Ham. If you guys have not seen that movie, you guys have to watch it. Like, it's it's so good. Okay, so I wanted to end off the podcast with four of the most controversial, silly debate questions that have ever existed. So I was looking at lists online. Of course, you have this, the controversial uh, serious questions which we're not getting into these are ones that are so pointless but people all over the world argue and are very 50 50 about it so these are very silly so the first question is does toilet paper go under or over the toilet paper holder i don't know i'm usually half asleep whenever i put it in so i'm the same i don't care i don't care either way it's crazy because most people and like comment what you think down below because i'm really curious people usually have a preference and they will argue endlessly over it i'd say probably over for neatness when it's under it might hang true yeah i feel like if i had to choose i think i would do that too but i don't think i really ever care i think i just pop it on there and i'm like whatever it falls exactly i don't care that's how it falls yeah the next one, kind of TMI. Do you do you sit or stand when wiping after going number two? <laughs> <laughs> Little burp. 
It wasn't even a burp. I know. You know how your throat makes those weird gurgling noises? Oh, okay. uh, well, I'm a frog, apparently. It's like talking so. for you. What was the question? Do you sit or stand oh. <laughs> wiping after number two? I definitely stand. I stand too. Definitely stand. This is the more rare answer, which is crazy. Most people say they sit. Comment down below. Most people say they sit. But I feel like I can't fully clean when I'm sitting. I stand every time I wipe, I think. But I period. squat stand. Like, I In make sure... House. No, no, no. Like, when I'm done and I go to wipe... This is so TMI. <laughs> I this is so... Meant... No one needs to know this. I thought you meant you squat stand when you poop and pee. Ew, no. <laughs> I do, oh, like, in your own house. In a public washroom, In a public bathroom, I'm always... I will never touch the seat with my butt. Yeah, me either. I will never sit. No, but, like, with wiping, like, I don't do a full soldier stand because then your butt cheeks are together. No, no. You kind of, no, like, you... squat stand... <laughs> Yeah, so the opening, so there's an opening. An opening? Yeah, there's oh, it opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a big booty, girl. I got yeah, a yeah. squat. But we're off the seat. Most people still sit. I don't know how you get in there, but I won't yeah, even. Yeah, you're like in the bowl. Yeah, and like your hand's bowl. like hitting the back of the, I don't, I don't know how you guys do it, but that's like the most common answer. Stand up. Like relax. Yeah. <laughs> you can move around a little bit. Stand up. You're going to say yes to this. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Why did you say it like that? Because you like pineapple on pizza for some reason. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Sometimes, I say no. But also, it's like, who am I to say what can't be on a pizza? Anything could be on a pizza. (gasps) Okay. Mandy's view is going to be this, guys. Sorry. We're trying to... Our camera keeps going off. Technical difficulties this entire time. Okay. There's only one more anyway. Was the dress white and gold or blue and black? It was blue and black. It was blue and black. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm so glad we agree on that. (laughs) Poor Ryland. It's funny because we watched the Shane Dawson podcast. Religiously. That might be controversial. <laughs> no. I stan. I stan. I love the I love the podcast. You know what? I like the podcast and I like his conspiracy videos. Mm-hmm. But I that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> they have oh, good I content. Love I love them. Yeah, they always talk about the dress and Ryland always loses his mind. And I believe what he's seeing. Yeah. I believe it, too. I don't think people are messing around. No. I think it's just weird how we all see different things. But blue and black, for sure. Blue and black, a thousand percent. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Like usual, it's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. We'll link it down below as well. Um, and also, like, leave a review. If you're listening on Spodcast. On Spodcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening on Spodcast. Um, <laughs> Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That actually makes sense. That's like though. a yeah, it does. Like a podcast because it's Spotify's music, but it's like yeah, it's this a is podcast like a on, It is a podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to say, please leave a good review if you enjoy us. Um, that would really be helpful. <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I hope you guys have a good rest of your day, and we'll see you in our next podcast. Yeah. Bye. Bye.